Hi, ParCast listeners. It's Vanessa with some incredible news. You can purchase your copy of our book, Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Joined Them, available now at parcast.com slash cults. Cults is an expanded look at the people who led and followed the most radical groups in history, with an unflinching exploration into what happens when the most vulnerable recesses of the mind are twisted into the lowest forms of malevolence. Details not featured on our podcasts. We're so proud to bring you this fantastic compilation of stories, and we're forever grateful for your support. Without you, none of this would be possible, so thank you. Visit parcast.com slash cults to order your copy of Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Joined Them. That's parcast.com slash cults to order today. At the bottom of San Bernardino County in California lies a small desert community of 29 palms. Palm trees as far as the eye can see. 29 Palms is a beautiful and peaceful little community. The worst thing most residents have to deal with are the scorching summer heat and the unforgiving winter cold. Unless you're a Marine, currently staying in the nearby Marine Corps Air Ground Combat Center, that is. Legend has it that it was a cold winter night back in 1971 when a young Marine on guard duty heard an awful sound coming from the darkness. The Marine would later say it sounded like an ominous growl, but that's not what really scared him. What really scared him was the loud breathing that was slowly getting closer and closer. Soon, the Marine realized the sound was circling him. He pulls out his pistol and steps into the dark. The Marine circles around, pistol in one hand and a flashlight in the other, and suddenly he finds the source of the breathing, an eight-foot-tall, hairy creature standing on two legs. Some say he looked like Bigfoot, except he had eyes as red as burning coal and smelled like pure death. It's not clear what happens next. The Marine either gets knocked out by the creature or he passes out from fear. But what we do know is that when the Marine wakes up, his pistol was right next to him, completely bent in half. And locals would later say the man was lucky it was just his gun because this Marine had just come face to face with a legendary Yucca Man and lived to tell the tale. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loey, your friendly neighborhood true believer, the mom with a minivan once again for today, taking y'all on a road trip out to 29 Palms. And I am Eleanor, your perpetually stubborn skeptic, proud yucca plant owner, and recent <laughs> yucca man expert. <laughs> A proud owner of one of his descendants, I suppose. I know, a distant cousin, (laughs) perhaps? Together, we are the Gruesome Twosome, and this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find the answers we're looking for, we might scare ourselves into staying up all night, but one thing is for sure, we're glad to have you guys along for the ride. Today's episode, B-List Bigfoot. I love it. It is literally like the Yeti, but if the Hallmark Channel made it, right? It's kind of like, first and foremost, yes. But I am getting slight Mothman vibes with the idea Mm. of glowing red eyes in the darkness. Okay. So do you think we have a friendly neighborhood cryptid? You know what? I did say Mothman, and Mothman is so endearing to me that, hmm, I don't 
No, because obviously the story that we already opened with for the pod today was one where he took they, they, I will not assume the yucca person's, <laughs> I, I think, guess it's a yucca man. I think man. it's a man. Okay, <laughs> I think okay. he's a man. <laughs> The Yucca Man did literally take this Marine's pistol, supposedly in this story, and just snap it clean in half. So, really iconic of the Yucca Man, honestly. He said, we need to limit access to guns. He said gun control. He did. And I respect it. I, too, respect it. I think we might have a new bestie. We'll see. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like... What the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. Let's start off by talking about who exactly the Yucca Man is. Now, the Yucca Man is a cryptid, of course, relating to an urban legend very popular with U.S. Marines. Since the 1960s, tales of the Yucca Man were commonly reported by Southern California newspapers and television stations. But local indigenous nations have been telling stories of hairy devils who have lived in the deserts among the Joshua trees for as long as native tribes have been around. For instance, the Yucca Man was sometimes seen by the Tongva people near Santa Ana and was perceived to be a bad omen. They called him the Tokwits and said he was the original shaman, a murderous monstrosity that collected victims from a local mountain. Over the years, he's gone by a number of names, including the Mojave Bigfoot, Sierra Highway Devil, and even Marvin of the Mojave. I, <laughs> That's why my favorite. Marvin? I love it. I love it. We should refer to him as Marvin from here on out, <laughs> honestly. I guess just because like people were like, Marvin, like an alien, that's the only thing I can think of. I support it regardless. Either way, Marvin. I think he looks like a Marvin. There is one blurry photo of him yes. um, taken on a road mm-hmm. and he's giving me Marvin energy. Marvin, Marvin. But the first time the Yucca Man was actually referred to as the Yucca Man was back in 1971. A Marine on guard duty at the base of 29 Palms was found the morning after his shift with his rifle bent in half. Although he was barely coherent, the Marine said that a huge, hairy man had come out of the dark towards him. The figure took his rifle from him, bent it in half, and knocked the Marine unconscious. You probably feel like you have a bit of deja vu here. Sounds very familiar, right? That's because even though the details of this story changed slightly, for example, remember in the intro, it was a pistol. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a rifle. This was the original story that was allegedly reported in the news back in 1971. So this is Yucca Man's origin story. Since then, the story's been warped a little bit. The details change, but this is the base. Basically, what stays consistent is that the Yucca Man believes in gun control, no matter the weapon. Yes, exactly, exactly. (laughs) The Yucca Man is anti-gun, but he doesn't seem to really harm any humans long-term. 
You know, that's kind of impressive. I wonder if, and we'll probably get into this later, but I wonder if he takes those weapons away because he's like, do not harm me, human. Or if he's Mm. just like, I'm not going to let you protect yourself. Like, but he doesn't hurt them. What is the Yucca Man doing while they're passed out is my question. I think secret mind control experiments. Quite possible. It's actually probable even. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe he's using them as like cameras. As much like little cats. Okay. According to local legend, both the FBI and the CIA were brought in on the investigation. So they really said, yucka man, say less. And they showed right up to start investigating. Reports of mysterious men in black with walkie-talkies investigating the area for days exist. There were at least two other sightings of the yucka man that night. One report described him as being about 12 feet tall. And then people reported being alerted by their barking dogs to the presence of something unusual in the neighborhood. I do feel like we have to clarify. There was a news story. Mm -hmm. This is according to local legend that the CIA and the FBI yes. were involved. <laughs> this is not like a factual thing that happened in 29 Bombs. They really did see men in black with walkie-talkies and they were like, FBI. It's the FBI. Granted, I would and have done the same. However, this is not true. Strictly true. Also, for the record, as someone with four dogs, they kind of bark at everything. So a leaf could have rustled outside. But people really say like, no, this was strange. It was the Yucca Man. Later that year, there were reports of Yucca Man sightings from employees at Joshua Tree National Park, which is right next to 29 Palms. In fact, most sightings of this spectral creature come from campers and hikers at Joshua Tree National Park. Tents have been opened in the middle of the night by stinky Stinky monsters. monsters. They smell. And sometimes they leave behind large footprints. I like that that was not as important as like, they're a little stinky. I they know. Why do shower. you open with that? It did say, the opening story said it smelled like death or like worse Ooh, than death yeah, or something yeah, yeah. absolutely That's, foul. I mean, I guess that that is a prominent detail, but I would be more alarmed by the footprints than the stink. But I agree. Maybe if I smelled it in person, I wouldn't feel the same way. I don't know. The Yucca Man is interesting because... There have been other reports just kind of across the Southwest. And this is an interesting cryptid because he's often just described as a hairy man, like a really hairy, a large, hairy, stinky man. So there is like some speculation that it's just like a stinky, hairy man. (laughs) Some of these sightings, you know, I've been to Joshua Tree and I have seen... The hairy, stinky men of Joshua Tree. Listen, it's not like it would be the craziest thing in the world for some of these maybe 10 openers to be people. It's Lumberjack Dexter at the end of the first series. But I think hippie, hippie Dexter. (laughs) I was thinking Dexter because of the smell of death. But honestly, maybe he's just a little (laughs) stinky from something else. A snapshot from one of the campgrounds has made the rounds for decades now. The figure bounding over the boulders, and it looks a lot like that iconic Bigfoot sighting from 1967. It is interesting that there have been numerous sightings of this cryptid, but again, knowing that this cryptid is so famous in the area, Mm. I I would have my eye out, and hey, like any long-haired man above six feet is ripe for the spotting, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Give my phone a little wiggle and like I suddenly have Bigfoot. You know what I mean? I have 
have to ask. I mean, you know how we feel about our cryptids. How are we feeling about Yucca Man? I don't know that I have that sense of endearment towards him. I do feel like maybe he's being misrepresented, however. Misrepresented. I feel as though maybe people are just calling him big and hairy and stinky. And it's like, what has he ever done to you? Hmm? Except take away your gun. Exactly. I kind of agree. I do, you know... We're going to get into some of the reasons that Yucca Man really is kind of interesting. I think the sightings that we've talked about up until this point don't have that much credibility to them, really. It's just kind of like someone saw a big man. But it is interesting that there seemingly was something at this marine base. Something. Something to be sure. And what if I told you that there could be more than one Yucca Man? What if I told you that one of those Yucca Men is near me? right now in Los Angeles County and near you subsequently. (laughs) So better watch out. Up next, we'll be talking all about how the Yucca Man has stalked around military bases and cities all over Southern California. Hi, listeners, it's Vanessa. I'm so excited to tell you that our first book is on sale now. This is such a big moment for the whole ParCast family, and we can't wait for you to read it. It's called Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Join Them. And you can purchase it today by visiting parcast.com cults. This is a passion project years in the making and only made possible by you. With your support, we've been able to get back to our storytelling roots. This time with a wealth of research and insights under our belt and intimate details not covered on our podcast before. Shame, exploitation, power. Cults unfolds the many motives behind groups like Nexium, Heaven's Gate, The People's Temple, and more, revealing eye-opening details which will surprise even the most devoted true crime fan. Visit parcast.com cults to order your copy of Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Join Them. That's parcast.com cults. And on behalf of everyone here at ParCast, thank you for joining us on this journey. We hope you enjoy. Strange reports of the Yucca Man have been reported as far west as Palmdale and Edwards Air Force Base. It was at Edwards Air Force Base, with its numerous security cameras, that reports of the Yucca Man were said to be captured on video. More strange than that, though, the Yucca Man was said to have been actually caught on camera, moving through the guarded, secure underground tunnels that hide the U.S. military's most advanced top-secret technology. In the 1960s and 1970s, the U.S. Air Force Police units would be sent on wild goose chases in the catacombs of the Edwards Air Force Base tunnels after the Yucca Man, who would just abruptly disappear. I'm sorry, there's a series of underground military tunnels? But is there? I'm hearing a lot of the Yucca Man was said to have been captured on video. There were said to have been photos of this Yucca Man. Where are they? I certainly couldn't find any. I, too, could not find any aside from the one blurry photo that we see. Right. So are we just to assume, I assume, that these are all stories? Yes. Right? Okay, cute. There's also an inconsistency in the Edwards story. Okay. In the Edwards story, the Yucca Man had blue eyes. We remember the Yucca Man's red eyes were distinct. It's kind of what made him that girl. 
it's what made him that girl and it's what red eye. endeared us to him because yes. he was Mothman-esque. So exactly. who is this blue-eyed yucca man? Who is this intruder? According to one air policeman who was caught alone with yucca man, number one, terrifying, he said that he had blue eyes and they were four inches apart and sparkled like diamonds. Aww. Which honestly, kind of cute. Kind of pretty. Are you team red eye or team blue eye? I think that like... Every time that I hear blue eye, I keep thinking of that Yu-Gi-Oh card, the blue-eyed white dragon. I was a Pokemon girl. Oh my lie. God, I was both because my brother was into both. But I think that red eyes though. I think you like- You to be a Sith Lord. Yeah. All right, yeah. well, he remains evil to you. I'm team diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, slay. Which Pokemon game are you going to pick today? Red eye or blue eye? Exactly. <laughs> There could be an explanation for blue-eyed yucca man and red-eyed yucca man, though. There's a theory that explains that more than one yucca man exists and that the blue-eyed yucca man was even seen in cities surrounding Edwards. According to reporter Chuck Wheeler, the yucca man likes to run around houses leaving footprints. When I was reading over the script, I was just like, he's just running in circles, man. He's just a little dude. He's just he running. He seem confused. He has the zoomies. <laughs> One woman even reported that the creature ran around her house and scratched at the door. Couldn't be a dog. Had to be the Yucca Man. Like, you're telling me this isn't just a man. <laughs> like, this is just a man. He's just a man. He's just a Literally. <laughs> Content warning, men. <laughs> Trigger warning, men. <laughs> Down the street, though, the very same night, a small boy was sent out to tell his father that supper was ready. And when he went to go fetch his dad outside, he abruptly went missing. He was found hours later, crying near a corral. And when his parents asked what happened to him, he answered that a big furry man would not let him pass and mm -hmm. go home. Weirdly, there seem to have been a lot of sightings all at once, kind of clumped. I mean, these do go back a while, maybe more than one yucca man, but all of a sudden they all stopped in 2009. Like, mm. there really have not been any Yucca Man sightings that I can find. Interestingly, he was mentioned in the Edwards Air Force Base back in 2009, around the time when these sightings really died down. And according to a 2009 article in the base's newsletter, this is what I found really interesting. The newsletter is called Inside Edwards. I don't know if you can still find it online, but the entity known as Yucca Man, or as they called him, Blue Eyes, their team Blue Eyes, you know, as he is popularly known there, he was discussed at a reunion of air police squadron officers who worked at the base between 1973 and 1979. So they all got together and they were like, do you remember that crazy shit that went down at the Air Force Base? Do you guys remember Blue Eyes? And almost everybody in attendance shared memories of their weird experiences. Now we've talked about things like false memories and stuff before yeah. on the podcast and collective memory. But this is strange and stranger still with those memories. They also shared memories of quote, unexplainable objects in the skies and disappearing taillights on the dry lake beds, which kind of sounds like poetry, honestly, cute, but weird things in the sky along with Yucca Man. So aliens, question mark? Aliens, period. Aliens, Aliens. Okay, of course, Yucca Man is tied to aliens. 
I, first and foremost, am Yucca Man's lawyer, and I would like okay. to defend my client, okay? He saw that young little kid, he, Yucca Man, he's out one night, he's doing his thing, he has the zoomies, he's running around houses. He sees a little boy, it's dark out. He's like, I'm not gonna let this kid wander around at night. The kid was going to get his dad, Yucca Man doesn't know that. He doesn't know anything. He's stinky and he's hairy and he just lives in the woods and he has no social skills. And he's like, I'm gonna take this kid, I'm gonna protect him. The kid is terrified because it's a giant man, a giant hairy man. Mm -hmm. He's just protecting the kid. Yucca Man hasn't hurt anybody. He's just running okay. around. He's disappearing. He's taking people's weapons. I think he's passive. I don't think he's anything to worry about. I rest my case. Do, I mean, hey, I'm not here to argue that Yucca Man is a villain. I'm here to argue whether or not Yucca Man exists. You know what? That's really fair of you. <laughs> and for my mental health, he has to. So, <laughs> okay. What part, you know, at first, when I first read this, and I'm kind of mm -hmm. going along with it, I was sort of convinced, like, wow, all these former Marines and like Air Force officers yeah. came together to talk about their experiences with Yucca Man. But then I thought about the script a little more, and I was like, wait a minute. We've all acknowledged that there should be security cameras on these bases, right? Yes. Like there should be security, there should be more footage, there should be anything tangible to show the public or to like, I don't know. I find it difficult to imagine that Yucca Man was never captured, only ever just like visually seen on all of these sightings. I mean, there is an abundance and there's one blurry photo, suspect. It does seem like everybody really spotted him between 73 and 79, though. Like, I mean, there have been other sightings, but this seems to be the time that he was running rampant. Mm -hmm. Do we give them any grace for that? Do we say, well, maybe cameras weren't everywhere by then? Well, you said at Edwards Air Force Base with its numerous security cameras. That is true. So that is true. So even at the time, they were boasting about there. numerous cameras. And only one exists, only the one blurry photo. We've talked about this on the pod before, that I totally think that there are animals and creatures mm -hmm. and stuff that we just don't know about yet, things that we don't know. I think that there are also really potentially very hairy men running around, running rampant. Um, but I am not like fully convinced See, here's the thing. You have to be convinced that it exists. I have to be convinced that it doesn't. Like, I go into everything just with like, kind of like a blind optimism and like sort of like, why wouldn't it? So I don't know. I don't know. There have been countless sightings, like so many sightings. But of what? You can be a large, a tall, hairy man and maybe like you have night vision goggles that make your eyes glow red or like different technology. I don't know. I just haven't heard anything that makes me believe this is anything other than a human being. Not even the blurry photos, the blurry photos with nothing to script whatsoever. I mean, they don't what make you is believe. that? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Perhaps the camera smudge. Question mark. Right. Yeah, no, I kind of love the idea of somebody terrorizing the weaponry of the American military, but Yucca Man, I think up until this point, I haven't been convinced. As somebody who lived on multiple military bases in my early 20s, I can say that everyone on those bases is bored as hell. <laughs> there is like kind of like an abundance of boredom. So it would not surprise me if, and I'm just saying if, Maybe these stories were made up. Maybe a dad told his little kid, hey, have you ever heard about the Yucca Man? And then the kid goes out to get his dad. He sees a shadow in the woods and he's like, the Yucca Man. And then, you know. I kind of like the idea of this being like 
obviously this creature existed before he was named the Yucca Man, but I do like the idea of everyone on these military bases sort of just like role-playing in real life, <laughs> like that this thing exists just for sheer entertainment. It's kind of wholesome. What are you taking away from the story? Are we endeared enough that Yucca Man will live on in this pod or is this just a no. passing? No. No, I'm sorry. Yucca Man is a hairy man and that is just <laughs> like, I'm not letting him near my... My Mothman, who, fair, is also a hairy man, but he's an insect. He's an insect. It's fine. Okay, we've cosplayed as him. Exactly. We'll not be cosplaying as Yucca Man. Sorry, the barriers of entry are strict. We talk about a lot of cryptids. Can't be letting everyone in. There are these multiple blurry photos, and there are references to the Yucca Man in text from the 1800s. Could be under another name, but most of the details are the same. And of course, indigenous tribes have spoken of a hairy man, and I believe them over literally anyone else. So I'm walking away skeptical, not as endeared as I hope to be. But that's actually all. That's it. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. We want to know what you guys have to say about the Yucca Man. Do you think that he is real? Do you think that we have a new favorite cryptid on our hands? Let us know all over social media by using hashtag gruesome twosome. We would love to hear from you. Thank you all so much for listening. We are once again your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we have loved this deep dive into the world of internet urban legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of the podcast, Internet Urban Legends, for free, exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loeybug and at Snitchery, and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and Ed Simpson, Fanny Baudry, and Leah Sutherland from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound designed by Ron Shapiro, with associate sound design by Kevin McAlpine. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Lexi Kibben. Research and script writing provided by Judd Bookout. And we're your hosts, Loey Lane and Eleanor Barnes, a.k.a. The Gruesome Twosome. Listeners, remember to visit parcast.com slash cults to order your copy of our first book, Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Joined Them. It's on sale today, and I can't wait for you to dive in. Nexium, The Branch Davidians, Heaven's Gate, and more. Cults takes you beyond the headlines for an intimate look at the sordid beginnings and deadly ends of the most radical groups in history. Details never heard on our show before. If you love our cult series or any of our true crime podcasts, this book is for you. Without your loyalty and support, none of this would be possible. So we truly hope you enjoy. Visit parcast.com slash cults to order your copy of Cults, Inside the World's Most Notorious Groups and Understanding the People Who Joined Them. It's on sale and ready to read right now. Order today at parcast.com slash cults.